95.3 and K245CW, 96.9 Jonesboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, fellas! You play ball like a girl! This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. How are we? Beautiful day in Northeast Arkansas. Hope that means that you are in good spirits. If not, may maybe just uh, drive around for a little bit with the windows down. It'll help you out, I promise. We're doing all right today, I think. I think I can speak for the group. And uh, hopefully we'll get even better as the next couple of hours roll along here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us today on The Ticket. KNEA 970 AM 95.3-96.9-1041 KBRI. All the places that you can find us. On your radio dial, of course, we stream online at 953theticket.com. And you can take us with you on the go by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. If you'd like to shout at us today, multiple ways you can get involved in the program. You can call us 870-9303-776. And you can interact with us on social, facebook.com slash 953theticket. And on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie where today's question of the day is posted. You can search for it uh, by using the hashtag WDRZ. Oh, a lot of votes already. Good, good, good. Up and running here. Uh, I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio by Keith Merritt for the first hour of today's show. And good afternoon. Didn't get a chance to catch up with you yesterday, so I'm glad. No, because we were both busy. We were. Keeping up with the Red Wolves women's basketball team. More on that later. Uh, of course, producing for us today, since Cade Carlton is still somewhere around the Pensacola area, is uh, Andrew Bowen. Hey, hey. So we appreciate him filling in uh, this week while Cade has been busy. I think he called a game, but I'm pretty sure he's just posting beach Feet pictures. Feet in the sand, just <laughs> relaxing, you know. He kept saying on the show, it, <laughs> I swear, every break just, man, this view is incredible. I was like, Cade, look, I love you, man, but you keep talking about it. I'm going to I'm gonna leave. <laughs> You can just figure out how to do the show by yourself. Well, you can produce on your own. Uh, today, of course, we will talk about everything that's going on in Pensacola. And the Sunbelt Conference Tournament run begins today for Arkansas State men's basketball. Red Wolves are a six seed, and so they're going to be facing 11 seed ULM. Teams met twice in the regular season. We'll look back at both of those. The Red Wolves won in Monroe, and ULM won in Jonesboro. So game time in Pensacola is at 5. That means your pregame coverage will start with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, at 4.30 on 107.9 KFOUN. Uh, meanwhile, not a good tournament event yesterday for the women's team uh, as they lost 91-76 to Coastal Carolina in the league tournament first round. Uh, great game from Jiber Washington. She finished with 30 points, and all in all, the Red Wolves forced 25 turnovers, but they were un- ultimately unable to overcome a tough shooting night. Back in Jonesboro, Jared Toller went 4 for 4 Wednesday to help A-State baseball to a 13-3 run rule victory over Mississippi Valley State. Red Wolves racked up 14 hits in that game and we'll look at the two-game sweep that uh, 
we need to catch up on. And uh, last night, two J.D. Note free throws with under nine seconds left lifted Arkansas to a 77-76 win over LSU in the home finale at Bud Walton Arena. Note one of four hogs in double figures led by Stanley Amude with 23. They are still in the hunt for the regular season SEC title. Today's question, though, focusing on Arkansas State in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. And uh, our KavanaughCars.com question for you today. I want to know how deep of a run you think A-State men's basketball can make here in this uh, in this event. Of course, because A-State did not finish in one of the top four seeds, that means if they are going to win this, it's going to be four games. It's going to be how they have to pull it off. And obviously, that's a, uh, a tough stretch, but... You can chime in here with us on on the Twitter poll as to whether or not you think they'll be one and done, whether or not they will win one game in advance to the quarterfinals, if you think they can make it to the semifinals, or if you think they can make it all the way to the championship game. It's been a minute since it's been a while that has happened for Arkansas State men's basketball. And by the way, we're not asking you necessarily if they're going to win the championship, just if they can advance that far in the tournament. And, you know, we all know uh, since it, it's been a minute since A-State's been able to win the whole thing. In fact, 1999 is, is when you got a flashback to. But it's been quite a while since Arkansas State has even made an appearance in the finals game. Uh, 2007 was the last time Arkansas State was able to make it that far. And all in all, to be honest with you, it wherever the tournament is, has not really been conducive to a lot of Arkansas State success. In fact, if you go back and look at A-State's history in this tournament, since they were able to come out on top and advance to the NCAA tournament, um, A-State has far more one-and-done tournaments than ones where they were able to make a deeper run, two games, three games, or uh, even a championship appearance. Um, Even the semifinals have not really been something A-State has has had a lot of success with. Uh, A-State did make it to the semifinals in in 2012, 13, and 14. But a couple years after that, they missed the tournament entirely. And for the most part, over the past few seasons, it has been a one-and-done appearance for Arkansas State. They did at least buck that trend last year and get one win in the tourney before uh, losing the quarterfinals. So history not really on your side here with Arkansas State, but... History doesn't matter. Does not matter. These are new and different teams, of course, competing in this in terms of personnel, in some cases in in terms of coaches and and so much else. This has been a weird, goofy season in the Sunbelt Conference. And if you ask me who the favorite was going in, uh, that's a good question. And one I don't have a great answer to. I think this is the most wide open tournament that I've seen in some time. I think if you told me next week that Texas State or App State or Georgia State or Troy or South Alabama or Arkansas State will were able to get wins in this tournament or, or win the whole thing, not just get wins, but it, if, if any one of those six teams won, I would say, okay, zero Would, surprise. Wouldn't be a surprise. You look at some of the top contenders – you know, obviously Texas State is coming into this this thing hot, and they are the one seed in the tournament. They went 12 and three this year in Sun Belt play, and they wrapped up the regular season by winning their last nine in a row. They are fantastic at being able to close out strong. 
Now, I don't know what their March record is, but this is a program that's won something like 19 or 20 straight games in the month of February. So for whatever reason, the deeper it is, the better they get. Usually when teams are dealing with fatigue and soreness and injury and everything else, Texas State has been able to close strong. So they're absolutely going to be in the hunt. But of course, that is one of the eight teams this season that Arkansas State has been able to claim a win over. You know, that was a team that the Red Wolves beat in Jonesboro back on January the 22nd. App State is your two seed. They finished 12-6 and six this year, faltered just a little bit down the stretch, but they had a, a stretch kind of in the middle of conference play where they won six in a row and looked pretty good doing it. One of those wins was over Arkansas State and Boone, but of course we know that A-State got the last laugh by beating the Mountaineers in the regular season finale in Jonesboro. Georgia State can stake a claim as, as being one of the hottest teams in the tournament as well. They won, I think, eight of their last nine, their final seven in a row. So no, nine of the last ten, excuse me, final seven in a row. They were a team that everybody was excited about at the be- the beginning of the season. And then due to COVID and just not playing that well, they kind of stunk and didn't win a game in conference play until January the 27th. But they wound up winning enough to get into the, get a bye in the first round. Yes, again, they won nine out of their last ten. So very impressive there. Troy, uh, nothing in... in it would the only thing that would surprise me is them losing their first game out. Otherwise, Scott Cross is a really good coach, and I, uh, although obviously I'm pulling for for Arkansas State to to come out on top in all of this. If I had a, another rooting interest, I would go with Troy because I think it would be a little bit of poetic justice for Scott Cross to win a league championship in UT Arlington's final, final year. Final year, year. And, and, yeah. To flash back on that, of course, he was at UTA for a long time, and they had a a large number of regular season success, quite a bit of regular season success, and, and for some reason they were just not quite able to get over the hump in, in, in the conference tournament. As we all know, this is a one-bid league, so after a few years of that, UTA was like, you know what, we're good, we're going we're gonna to move on and try somebody else. They hired an okay coach who had an okay season, but after one year out of coaching, Troy hired Scott Cross. He's done very well there. And UTA is already on their next head coach after that because the guy they hired to replace Cross decided he would just go sit uh, a couple seats down from Chris Beard on the bench at Texas. He's not even a head coach anymore, and he bailed on UTA. So, anyways. Karma. Karma. <laughs> and then, uh, Karma ran over that dogma. <laughs> one other school to throw out there, you know, South Alabama would not be surprised if, if they win. I think coming into the season, people thought that they might have had the best collection of talent in the league. They have a lot of Power 5 transfers, but it was also kind of one of those situations where sometimes just because you throw everything in a blender doesn't mean it's going to mix well. And I think that's what they dealt with in, in the beginning of the season. But uh, they did win four out of their last six. So when you look at who could win it, there's a case to be made for all of those. And of course, a, a case to be made uh, for Arkansas State as well, who beat the top two teams in the league and, and has the best player in the league, and, and it's not close. So pick a name out of a hat, and that is who is going to win your Sunbelt Conference Tournament, and that certainly includes uh, Arkansas State. We'll continue with this discussion. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question, how deep of a run can the Red Wolves make? But uh, we'll come back, and of course, they start with ULM. This is a team they've faced twice already this season. We'll look at the win. We'll look at the loss. And we'll try and look ahead and see if we can figure out how today's going to turn out. Again, 5 o'clock, your tip-off time. But keep it right here with us for more on the Workday Red Zone. We are the station that always has our howl on. 
Northeast Arkansas Sports Station, 95.3. Thought Cooler ticket. weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring. And as always, you can check out their selection of new golf cars, including the Onward Series from Club Car. Call 236 golf or get by NEA Golf Cars Highway 49 in Paragool. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekellmotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Get healthy and get happy with Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Men's Health in Jonesboro. And I'm telling you this as someone who has seen and felt the difference firsthand. Testosterone replacement therapy works. Y'all, my free testosterone levels have increased over 300% thanks to Elite Men's Health. And the truth is, most men begin to see a drop in testosterone by the age of 30, and some see it even before that. So why put in so much hard work if your testosterone isn't working for you? It's harder to burn fat, lose weight, and perform at your peak if your testosterone level is low. And if you feel run down and tired all the time, if you feel like you have less strength or less endurance, and if you're struggling to lose weight, you might have low testosterone. So that's why you go by Elite Men's Health for an evaluation. And if your T-levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Rob Taylor State Farm. Or check out EliteMensHealth.com. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Full studio today on a Thursday. Kara, Keith, Andrew all hanging out with you. And our phone lines are open at 930-3776. We are asking you how deep of a run Arkansas State men's basketball will make in the Sunbelt Tournament. Is 
Is today going to be it for the Red Wolves, or do you have faith in them to win a game, two games, or maybe even advance to the conference championship game? And as we all know, it starts tonight against ULM. 5 o'clock is your tip-off time, 4.30 pregame, 6 seed versus 11 seed. And I really wish A-State could have just started with a, a gimme <laughs> in the tournament, but one, as we've already gone through and looked at how this season has unfolded, there's not really one there, of those this year yeah, at there all. there isn't a gimme. And then, not in this league. And then two, you know, this is uh, a season where these teams have split. And they split in a, a, a weird way. You know, a lot of times it, it's not wild to see teams split when they play each other twice across the course of a, a conference basketball season. But it is a little bit more uncommon to see the road teams being the ones to pick up victories. Because it's kind of interesting, each team on the road was able to, I guess, uh, bend the will of the opponent and get them to play to their style. And that's one of the big reasons why the outcomes were like they were. You go back to when these teams met in in Monroe, and that was one where Arkansas State had a a 90-83 win. I mean, it was... One of those games where the teams were, were flying up and down the court. It was really fun to watch on TV. And uh, it was also a game where one of the reasons that A-State won is because it got phenomenal guard play. I mean, Caleb Fields was 6 for 10. Desi was 5 for 11. Marquise Eaton was 8 for 12. Should have added those up before we started talking about this. 13, 19, 19 for 33. That's pretty good. I'm not going to do the percentage on that. You guys can figure it out. But it's, uh, you know, it's above 50, so it's good. And so that's that's a good shooting night from from your guards. Um, in that game, you know, A-State shot it well from deep. They had a lot of trips to the free throw line, didn't turn it over a lot, had a rebounding edge, and just did a, a good job in uh, pushing it to their tempo and, and scoring a lot of fast break points. So there were a lot of things that, that went well uh, for A-State, obviously, in, in that game as they came out on top 90-83. And, of course, in addition to that, you know, Omir did Omir things. <laughs> <laughs> 24 points, 11 rebounds, uh, four blocks, two steals. Not a bad stat line. Uh, he only committed two fouls in that game, so he was on the court for 39 minutes. So when he's on the court for anything north of 35, that's when you typically see these, these big, monster big stat lines. Yeah. So in that game, again, Arkansas State just – uh, played well. They they made ULM go to their pace, match their pace, and ULM could not do it. They actually snapped a streak of eight straight wins for ULM at home. There, as they had been, uh, they had been on a tear. That was a game where ULM got a lot of good production from Nika Metzklarisha Vili. Had to say it just one more time, <laughs> but uh, not enough. Than me. Yeah. <laughs> not enough. Well, you know, there's him and there's. Kyoto Ricci that are in this tournament, so you know, just <laughs> a couple more times to talk about those guys. But uh, but that's how they they got the win. Good guard play, good pace. The game in Jonesboro was a complete not 180. that one eighty. Again, one hundred seventy three combined points at ULM, hundred ninety in Jonesboro. So ULM was able to win win sixty to fifty nine. And again, you look at at guard play. And the guards in that game were 5 for 34. So a significantly lower shooting percentage in Jonesboro than what it was in in Monroe. 
Uh, Omir still had another monster game. He played 37 minutes. He finished with 26 rebounds and 23 points. I mean, that is a that is a stupid, stupid stat line. But it wasn't enough because you had, again, a night where A-State was 4-22 from three and just uh, tough, tough shots, uh, a shooting night for, for all of the guards. In that game, you know, one of the things that, ULM did. And one of the reasons that game was so frustrating is because at one point in time in the second half, A-State had a 14-point lead. And, I mean, blew it. Couldn't score. Could not score. A-State had three field goals in the last 11 and a half minutes of that game. And they closed on a 3-for-17 stretch. That doesn't win me very many. And that was the issue when A-State was able to, uh, or excuse me, when A-State suffered that home loss. Sooner or later, you got to make a jump shot in the game of basketball. You just, sooner or later, you got to step up and make a jump shot. With these games, you know, both of them, when you look at the things they had in common, O'Meara had big games. A-State won the rebounding battle in both games. A-State was good at getting to the line in, in both games and also uh, was good in terms of, of managing their own turnovers, not, not coughing it off a coughing it up a lot in both games. Um, so those are trends that you hope can can continue tonight in terms of the things that they were able to do well in both contests. Uh, shared the basketball well in, in both games as well. Good good assist to turnover ratio in, in both of those. Uh, when we look at what, what A-State has to do in this one, I am I'm a little concerned about the three-point shooting. Not that this has been a weakness for Arkansas State this year, but they, they didn't shoot it as well as last year, where last year was a huge strength of the team. And then in addition to that, for players that are playing for the first time in Pensacola, there is a depth issue that they have to get used to in terms of the long-distance shots. We saw Arkansas State's freshmen for the women struggle with that mightily yesterday. And I'm a little concerned about, you know, I don't want to single out a player, but, you know, Desi, when he's on, is is great. I'm a little concerned about seeing him get adjusted to that tonight in Pensacola because because he is one of the guys that takes the most threes on the team, and it is something that everybody has to get used to that's just a little bit a little bit different. At the same time, you know, he is a incredibly seasoned player in terms of, of postseason experience. He's got more of it than anybody else on that roster by a long by shot. A lo- by a lot. By a lot. So I think, you know, if those shots are not falling for him early, if, if there's any kind of a depth perception issue that he's the type of player that can make adjustments and figure out how to best impact the game in other ways. Uh, I tell you what, got a couple of clips from Mike Bellotto. We've got a couple of seconds here. Might as well share them. I think they're ready. I actually got them into the Dropbox in a timely manner today, so we're okay. <laughs> we touch base with with Mike Bellotto Tuesday. Tuesday was Zoom day for A-State men's basketball. And, of course, flashing all the way back to, to – no, 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 this was Monday. Excuse me. I don't know what day it is. Sorry. Uh, flashing all Thursday the way back today. to Monday. <laughs> flashing back to then, of course, that was the day when we learned that Omir had been named the player of the year and the defensive player of the year in the Sunbelt Conference. Now, one thing about, about big press conferences with Omir – that is really kind of neat, but at the same time uh, makes me feel, I guess, a little a little sheltered, for lack of a better word. There are always international media members on North Shadowmere Zooms or, or anything that's where he is being kind of highlighted. 
and this was no different. Uh, there was a reporter from, uh, from you know, a, a network in Nicaragua that was chiming in on the Zoom. So we had about a good five minutes of that Zoom that was in Spanish. And I did not pick out very many words. <laughs> I tried to run it through Google Translate le- later, and that was a huge <laughs> fail. Huge did, didn't fail. Didn't work, huh? Did not work. But at one point in time, I caught the word professional, NBA, and mucho dinero. So. <laughs> I know what those mean. I know, I, can, I know those. I know those. So uh, later on in that conversation, I just wanted, it's such a big question this year, what the offseason is going to look like for Arkansas State, both with Bilotto and, and with O'Meara, and, and we'll touch more on that later. But, you know, with O'Meara, I was curious as far as, you know, what feedback is he getting? What does he still need to work on? What are you hearing from people in terms of uh, his potential to play at the next level? Well, you know, like, like I, we, we, we talked about this the other day, and one of the, and I, him and I had a conversation. It, it, it ultimately doesn't come down to me or him, right? It, it just comes down to, like, like any coach that tells a player, um, you're definitely playing the NBA, I'll make you an NBA player, you know, is a, is a complete liar because – we have no control over that. That's the front office, the scouting departments, draft picks, who they have on contract, who they need, what they're looking for. What I, The feedback I have gotten is a lot of teams have been inquiring. Uh, we've sent out a ton of information on different teams that have draft picks this year and next. So, you know, it kind of all depends on when the season ends, we'll sit down and talk with his parents and decide what the best move would be with the feedback that we get closer to um, – you know, NBA pre-draft workouts and things of that nature. You know, so it's too early to tell right now. A lot of teams are still playing. Uh, there's a lot of ifs, a lot of question marks with a lot of kids that people think might go pro, but the feedback is still, they haven't been given that clear feedback yet because they're still being evaluated. I think he's one of those. So we'll see. Um, uh, all I know is at the end of the day, um, we'll do what's best for Norshad, you know what I mean? And and his family. So, but it's it's a wait and see deal. It really is. You know, I can't really tell you. All I can say is multiple teams, and I mean more than five, have been extremely interested um, in this young man and what he brings to the table and all have great things to say about him and all have their questions. And they'll be able to answer all those questions when he has an opportunity to meet them and, and hopefully work out for him. You know, so we'll see. So looking at, at what could happen for Omir, it used to be where if you put your name in the draft, you that was it. That was you were it. Done. Yeah, your college career was over. If you didn't get drafted, cool. Have fun in Euroleague. But that's not the case anymore. As now, uh, student athletes, and especially even now with NLI, there's so many other routes that they can they can take is in terms of being able to go deep into the draft process. I'm not sure the exact date of the. NBA draft last year it got it got pushed back because the season got back but I can tell you that in in years prior to that it was always kind of around my birthday which is (laughs) which is right at the the tail end of of June so uh last year we'll just use last year as an example even though these dates won't be the same next year last year the draft was on July 29th players had until July 19th to withdraw their names from the draft pool so you're looking at a really long ways that athletes can get into this process. You're looking at a lot of different evaluation 
that athletes can go through in this process until it is time to make a final decision. So it can be a long off season is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. In terms of uh, trying to keep tabs on, on this news. Um, there's also the fact that, you know, I think everybody is aware that, that Mike Bellotto is currently on the last year of his contract. We don't know if this is going to be the last time we're going to see him coaching an Arkansas State team this week or not. And while there have been comments, you know, on a previous podcast from Tom Bowen that made it sound like he was pleased with the direction of the program, uh, that was a month ago. Things could change. And you just never, you never truly know behind the scenes. Nothing is ever official until a contract is signed. And even then... Even then, it's iffy. Sometimes coaches get up and leave and go somewhere else. So, yeah. so there's so many different off-season storylines. But but Mike Bellotto was asked on Monday how he felt about the program, how he's felt about his time at Arkansas State, and if he was pleased in the direction that this program was headed. Well, um, my first year we were 11 and 21, and this year we're 17 and 10. So the answer to that is yes. Better players, continuing to improve in recruiting. Uh, change the culture, doesn't have any kids that you hear about in the newspaper, in the news, getting arrested. All my guys have graduated. Uh, 100% of my seniors have finished uh, with me, all have degrees in hand. I can't say that uh, in, for all players in the past, but I can say that for mine. So to answer your question, uh, absolutely. I think it's improved, and uh, I think it's clear. So, yeah, the offseason is going to come later. It'll get here eventually. I hope. Maybe we don't have to have these conversations again for, for a few more weeks. But in the meantime, you got a Sunbelt Conference tournament to get through. And, and Mike Bellotto just took a couple seconds on Monday to kind of look ahead about uh, what he expects, kind of the lay of the land with where the Red Wolves are at coming off a regular season win uh, to close things out against App State. So we'll go, we'll go into the conference tournament uh, this week. We're really excited to play. Um, obviously, Monroe is a team that, uh, I have a lot of respect for Coach Rizar is an excellent coach. Um, you know, they have very talented players. I think Audrey Jones is one of the best cards in the league. I, th I think he was picked third team. You know, Kareem Ozier, Russell Harrison, and Elijah Gonzalez are very, very good. Uh, very good offensive players. So, um, you know, every team in this tournament is, is a problem because everybody has good coaches. Everybody has good players. And I truly believe it's wide open. A lot of good teams, but anybody can beat anybody at any given time. We know that. So we're looking forward to it. You know, we beat Monroe at their place, and then we lost to them at home in a heartbreaker. So uh, the team is extremely excited uh, for our first-round matchup. Great practices the last two days. Um, we're looking forward to traveling down there and, and uh, having another one tomorrow and Wednesday and then playing on Thursday. So you know we're really excited about uh, Thursday's game coming up. We are – Looking at uh, our audio sheet here. Excuse us while we talk shop for a moment. Andrew, we're going to skip this next clip. <laughs> uh, but, uh, hey, sometimes this is the best way to communicate it. It just is what it it's is. Just, just yell at me. Just yeah, yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one more clip I want to share with you here uh, before we move on and go to break. But, obviously, again, these are teams that have met twice. We've just gone over what happened. Mike Bellotto just mentioned what happened in these two meetings. So what does he take from those previous meetings and, and apply to what we're going to see tonight? Yeah, absolutely, because they haven't really changed much of what they do. I really think that some of the mistakes we made at Coastal can help us against Monroe. You know what I mean? It's just it's not always about strategy and about offenses and defenses and what you call and how you guard plays. It's about little things, communication, you know, uh, a pace of play, um, being able to retain plays at a certain time. You know what I mean? Being able to listen in timeouts. Those are all things that we always talk about. And, you know, those 
some mistakes like that are repeated, but not as much. But we, we, we can't have those uh, repeated, repetitive actions now because we don't have – there's no room for error, right? So you, any, any game that you lose, you can always learn from and you can always apply it to the next game no matter who you're playing. And the same thing with things you do well. So that's something we tried to tackle and attack, you know, coming into the next game, um, how to approach to win it. Okay. So now we just got to kill about four and a half hours. <laughs> just kick back, warm up, get loose, hoist a few shots. Maybe go for a walk. Go for it's a, a good walk. Day. It's a good day. Good day to go to walk. Great go day for, for a walk. Uh, I tell you what, it was also, uh, it would be a great day for baseball, but you know what? Yesterday, the day before was. Tomorrow, Saturday, going to be as well. So it's okay that they get uh, one day off on get a pretty a day. day. Off, yeah. Uh, but I, I tell you what, again, uh, we'll, we'll table the basketball talk for a moment, of course, although that's that's going to come up throughout the show since that's our CavanaughCars.com question. But I want to dive into a little A-State baseball talk when we get back, if that's okay with the group. And uh, if it is, keep it here. We'll be back in a moment on the ticket. We're not as socially awkward as you think. Search for 95.3 The Ticket on Facebook. And follow us at 95.3 The Ticket on Twitter. Beard Auto Group is kicking off our trade-in and trade-up event going on now. Beard needs your trade. Beard will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. Beard has hundreds of Beard certified vehicles to choose from. Why not trade your old ride in for a new one? And reset your warranty? Yes, that's right. All Beard pre-owned vehicles are inspected by our pro technicians with most vehicles still having factory warranty. Beard has a large selection of cars, trucks, Fans and SUVs available to choose from. Beard has national lenders with millions of dollars secured just for you. With interest rates as low as 3.9%. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no, no problem. problem. Don't waste your money on an O-Ride. Get a Beard certified vehicle today. Beard has 11 locations in Arkansas and Missouri for your convenience. Shop a Beard location near you or check out our low prices online at buybeard.com. Don't get a bad deal. Get a Beard deal. Because why pay more? See them for details. Did you know the Safe Ship store in Jonesboro is a full-service print shop? Graphic artist Laura Garrett is the best in town and specializes in business cards, brochures, invitations, save the date, and all your wedding printing needs. Safe Ship also prints posters and banners. They can convert your pictures to canvas prints, and they're even your blueprint experts. Owner David Leonard wants to help you with all your printing needs. For the best customer service, quality, and prices, visit the Safe Ship store. 2500 Alexander Drive, Suite C in Jonesboro, 870-333-5068. Wheat prices continue to rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 766 and a quarter, up 27 and a quarter, with May corn at 756, up 31. March soybeans at 1705, up 27 and a half, with May soybeans at 1682 and three quarters, up 19 and three quarters. March wheat at 1221, up 162 and a half. May wheat at 1134, up 75. March cotton at 12345, up 141, with May cotton at 11976, up 122. May rice at 1663, up 41 and a half, with July rice at 1678 and a half, up 39. Moving on to livestock now. April live cattle at 138.37 and a half, down 172 and a half. June live cattle at 135, down 150. March feeder cattle at 156.45, down 185. With April feeder cattle at 160.52 and a half, down 247 and a half. April lane hogs at 106.25, down five. With May hogs at 111.25, up 22 and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Let's talk about America, not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. 
Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Busy day of previewing, recapping, all of that. Of course, we will talk to May State women's basketball with you with you later. Um, tough day for the Red Wolves in terms of getting the shots to fall uh, yesterday in Pensacola. And ultimately, um, this was a team going in that you, you knew didn't have a lot of size. You hope maybe they could just outrun Coastal Carolina. They certainly did make them cough it up what felt like a million times. But at the end of the day, just no, no size for A-State to be able to counter Asia Blount. And I made it about... Two quarters into the ESPN Plus broadcast because the announcers just could not stop raving about her. And it it was justified, but it still made me mad, so I muted it. Because I'm frequently bitter and salty. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't. I kind of felt the same way. You know. Where did they get this turnip? <clears throat> Uh, baseball, though, all good news uh, so far this week at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield, as the Red Wolves uh, picked up a, a two-game uh, sweep, both games that were run-ruled as the Red Wolves were taking on Mississippi Valley State. And, and look, let's let's all be honest. I, I think if you looked at these scores, if you know much about this program, if, if you watched this team, you know that uh, Mississippi Valley State is not a strong baseball program. But this is a program that's typically on the Red Wolf schedule early in the year um, all the time. So you go into this this game, and, and Tuesday, A-State had just a little bit of a shaky first inning pitching-wise. In fact, uh, I was a little bit late because I cannot be on time still to save my life. You think one year maybe I could, but I couldn't. So I'm pulling out of the driveway right when the game starts. One pitch went out for Carter Holt. And so uh, I think, oh, well, gosh, you know, by the time I even get halfway to, to campus, the top of the first is going to be over. Well. It didn't work that no, way. No, I got to campus, sat there about five more minutes and wandered around for a moment. The top of the first was still going. So I was like, goodness gracious. But that was really uh, the end of, of the highlights and the end of kind of a, any type of struggles for, for Arkansas State after that. Um, you look at this game, and, and again, a 17-2 final on Tuesday, a game that was run-ruled. I don't think it was originally supposed to be a game that was run-ruled. I don't think that's a conversation they had going into it. But after seven, Mississippi Valley State was, was done. They, We're done. We've, we've had enough. They, they had no pitchers whatsoever. Uh, one of their pitchers had a stretch where I think he threw 14 straight balls and 19 out of 20. Um, so you look at the box score, and it's kind of one of the weirder things that, that you've seen because you don't typically see a game where a team scores 17 runs on 
seven hits. But that's how it worked out for Ray State. Some good news, bad news, especially with Tuesday's game. You know, on the one hand, 17 runs are great. And they're significantly higher than the total amount of runs for the opponent, which is great. But on the other hand, this is a game where I think Arkansas State set a program record in, in sacrifice flies. So, okay, cool, you're, you're getting the runs in, but you hit that ball just a couple feet over either way, and instead of a sack fly, you've got, you've got a double. So you've got significantly more runs that you're able to, pull, to put up. A-State left 11 runners on in that game. So again, I, I know I sound I'm being I sound like I'm being insane and greedy here that I'm complaining about a 17 run game, but there were more opportunities there for Arkansas State that they kind of missed out on in that contest. They did have uh, some guys that looked good in that game out of the you know back end of of the pin. I don't think Arkansas State the the only kind of one other thing to um, point out. I don't think A State had a clean inning in that game. And that's what you want to start seeing more of. An inning where you can just go and, and have a one, two, three inning, where you're not giving up the free passes, where you're not still walking a lot of batters. Uh, did do a little bit better about that in Wednesday's game. Uh, two walks in that game issued by the A State pitchers. You'll take that in a college game. Yeah, two walks and no errors. You'll take that against any opponent. So when you're looking at a game. Because that's what I'm more concerned about. I think right now I think the hitters are fine. I think they'll get better as the season goes along, especially considering you've got a couple of really young guys that this team is going to be counting on a lot in, in Will French and Daedric Kale. Those guys, once they get settled in, once they continue to get more more comfortable at the collegiate level, I think good things can happen for this offense later on. But when a team consistently beats itself with extra bases and and errors – that's when you get concerned. So to see a game on Wednesday, no matter who the opponent is, where A-State did not beat itself by issuing free passes or errors, that's uh, that's pretty good stuff. I'm looking at, I can't do all this math. There were like eight pitchers that pitched. No, 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 no. there were nine pitchers. Tommy Raffo used his pitching staff like it was an all-star game over the past two games, which you understand because they didn't have any games Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So you had all these pitchers that needed work. So you had one pitcher that pitched more than an inning. <laughs> Which it Tuesday makes sense because you got a you got a good club coming in yeah. this weekend in Illinois State. You're going to need those guys. I am incredibly excited for baseball at the Tom this weekend. The opponent is good in Illinois State coming in here, and then get this. For your weather. Tomorrow, a high of 72, a low of 51. Partly cloudy, but that's okay. Saturday, for a 2 o'clock first pitch, it's going to be about 70 degrees. Beautiful. Hard to beat it. A little concerned about Sunday. There's a 70% chance of storms in, in the forecast. So I don't know if that if they're early storms, if they're late storms, if that's a, a game where they can get it in early or if there's any possibility that the schedule might have to be adjusted for the weekend haven't really heard there yet but we know that baseball coaches are part coach part meteorologist so if there's <laughs> and infinitely flexible yes so uh, with it being the early season I would imagine both of these teams are going to want to to find a way to get that one in so if the weather does look like it's going to continue to get uh, if that forecast calls for it to continue to get more dicey on Sunday then then would not be surprised to see some kind of shakeup of the schedule, but but for now that's not the case, not the case at all. And 
it is going to be a beautiful, beautiful weekend for baseball at Tomlinson Stadium, Calfield. Might might bring a little doggo out to the park for his very first baseball experience. We'll see. If you see us, you can absolutely buy him a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> He'll eat that hot dog. He, he will eat the hot dog. might eat it in one bite. Watch out for your fingers. <laughs> That's all I'm going to tell I you. Keep your fingers straight that yes. way they don't get caught yes also <laughs> go ahead and take it out of the wrapper because he'll eat that too he'll just, he's oh, just gonna be go. ready yeah. to go i didn't even think of that yeah it's uh i have had to chase him down and get the wrapper before speaking from experience on this <laughs> one uh but uh, again beautiful weekend hope you can make it out for a game or two this weekend but of course uh, it's thursday so no a-state baseball today we've got hoops to focus on tonight and We'll go back over the KavanaughCars.com question, get Keith's thoughts on, on that today and some other topics before we wrap up this hour. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Going into the NFL offseason, everybody knew there would be a lot of quarterback talk. There are an unusual amount of QBs rumored to be available. Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, all could be on the move. All week, we've been bombarded with quarterback rumors. The only problem is a lot of those reports are based on coaches and GMs' interviews at the Combine. NFL teams like to keep their cards close to their chest, so reading too much into the interviews could be a mistake, and it's already led to some discrepancies. Earlier this week, the Packers stated they haven't received any calls for Aaron Rodgers. But yesterday, Washington GM Martin Mayhew said the team has spoken to every club with a quarterback available. So which one is it? It's going to be difficult to find out who's telling the truth, but the conflicting reports should remind NFL fans that these teams aren't always truthful. So before rumors start running rampant, let's try to remember this as the offseason continues. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, Home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station, where all iPhone screens are repaired in 20 minutes and all accessories are buy one, get one free. Cell Phone Station near Fuji Steakhouse in Jonesboro. Call 870-203-0993. Save big this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. Get USDA select boneless ribeye steak value packs for $8.98 a pound. There's a seafood spectacular sale featuring Gidry's catfish fillets, four pound box, is $17.85. There's a huge craft buy eight, save $8 sale. And 12 packs of Pepsi products are three for $8.88 when you buy three or more. Be smart. Shop Food Smart. Now open in Jonesboro and the two former Hayes Supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. Some people bring joy wherever they go. Some whenever they go. 
Mark Twain found humor all around. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Humor. Pass it on from PassItOn.com. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back. One more time, the KavanaughCars.com question. I say one more time like we won't throw it out four more times in the second hour, but one more time One more time today, (laughs) this hour. How deep of a run will Arkansas State men's basketball make in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament? Your answers so far on Twitter are really mixed. I mean, uh, all of the four responses are fairly even. Excuse me. Uh, one and done quarterfinals, semifinals, championship game. Uh, for the record, do want to let you know that Arkansas State is a six-point neutral favorite today against ULM. In fact, uh, even six and a half in some places like Caesar Sportsbook and FanDuel and PointsBet. And it's not quite legal in terms of an app here in these parts yet. Not yet. Not yet. But we know that is uh, coming up soon. There is already a game underway, by the way. Uh, Raging Cajuns is the eight seed, currently up 41-34 over UT Arlington. South Alabama and Little Rock is going to be next on your slate. And then, of course, A-State ULM at five. Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern for your nightcap. So that is uh, what we've got to look forward to for a full slate of Sunbelt Conference hoops in Pensacola. Phone lines are open at 9303-776. And let's check in here on the Ritter Communications hotline. Maybe. Waiting on my messages to load. There you go. Adam in Walnut Ridge is with us. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? How are you doing good? Thanks for the phone call. So I hope I'm right in that our Red Wolves will play in the finals. Okay. And I hope I'm wrong that they will break our hearts therein. Oh. I had... I don't like the second half of that. That's just, I'd rather always well, I, go out I, I, early. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> all right, all right. That's that's fair. But you know, and until we get to go back to the NCAA tournament, I'm going to always consider that we're not until we are, and then that'll be a, a uh, reason for a joyous celebration. That's that's fair. Again, you know, on the one hand, you can't compare what's happened in the past to now because it's different teams, different coaches, and things like that. But on, on the flip side, when you've had a program that's kind of struggled historically, you, you start to wonder if you're jinxed, whether or not it, it no matter who's on the court. One of my favorite sports quotes comes out of our last trip to the NCAA tournament. I think the guy's name was Andre Miller. That was a player for Utah or Utah State that we played against. Utah. We got the was it the uh, their point guard? Was he named Miller? Is that right? I think that's right. And somebody asked Chico Fletcher, "What do you think about having a guard Andre Miller?" And he said, "Andre Miller's got to guard me." Now, and it, it worked out pretty well for about the first four and a half minutes. It's a good quote. All timer of a player. Yep. But yeah, absolutely, man. You you'd have to look a long time to find somebody more fun to watch than Chico Fletcher. I wonder if, you know, Mike Bellotto brought him in for another conversation this week. You know, he had he had gone in, I, I want to say this was mid, 
or even early January and, and just talked to the team about a variety of subjects. And they kind of tweeted out a couple of snippets of the conversation, but obviously most of that was just left in, in the locker room. So uh, I wonder if, if anybody's called him up this week and been like, hey, <laughs> give, us, give us some words of wisdom ahead of this conference tournament. Well, and you got another fine player to take advice from still running around Jonesboro and C.J. Pepper. That guy can give you some life advice, too. That's true. Very true. C.J.'s good people. Good people. One favorite son of Arkansas State. All right. I won't hold you guys up any longer. All right. We appreciate the phone call today, Adam. We'll see you. You bet, Chief. Surely, Keith, you're not going to tell us you think it's going to be heartbreak of the championship game that's uh i don't know if i can take it no i'm not going to say that okay but i will say that i think they they can win all four games and i think they will win at least three i think they make it to the championship game the way the slate goes is you know you've got uh the the first round today and then you'd skip a game and then quarterfinals on saturday semi sunday championship monday so it's not quite a as Brutal of a stretch of, of four it's games in four days. It's not four games in yeah. four days. You get a day off. But it is four and five. So, uh, but that does mean, you know, if A-State wins tonight, it does mean they're going to be uh, have that extra day of rest before they face off against Georgia State on Saturday because, of course, Georgia State finished as uh, the three seeds, so they got the first round by, and um, that gives A-State, you know, just a little bit more time to prepare for a team they were supposed to play back at the beginning of the season, but... They never showed up. Yeah, Panthers had COVID, so that got wiped out. And then, uh, I don't know, again, the Panthers and Texas State closed closed out the regular season stronger than, than anybody else. Panthers 9 out of 10. So they're going to be tough. And it's going to be a tough, you know, bracket regardless. I do think it's interesting the way this bracket sets up is you've got A-State and ULM. So even though there's not divisions in men's basketball, you still think kind of yeah, east, east and, and west. west. Uh, but you've got A-State and ULM kind of representing the West on that half of the bracket. And then the other four teams are from the East. So you've only played them once or, in Georgia State's case, not at not all. At all. Uh, so kind of a little bit of the unknown as opposed to, you know, going into a game where you would be taking on Texas State or, or UTA or something like that. So going to be interesting tonight for sure. I was going to ask you how you felt about MLB, but I wanted to have a happy show today. <laughs> <laughs> and that just makes me depressed. Well, the people that run MLB apparently don't like baseball. They only like making money, and that's the only thing to think about is how much money can we make today, which is a short-sighted way to look at your business. But then again... It used to be the baseball owners made their living from baseball. Yeah. yeah. Bill Veck. It's not that world anymore, which is a shame, but only thing I can do about it is watch more college baseball. There you go. And we got that this weekend. We do. On what will be a beautiful weekend. Beautiful day today, too, so I hope you're out and about and able to enjoy it somewhat. Keith, we'll let you get out there and drive around its windows down for a little bit singing at the top of my lungs there you go what's the best car sing-along you mean uh, after bohemian rhapsody <laughs> good answer good answer you know what we'll stop there we'll just stop there there's not going to be a better answer than that so 
We appreciate you hanging out with us today, and we look forward to talking with you next week. I'll see you next week. All right. So everybody else, keep it here. We've still another. We've still got another hour to roll through. More on Sunbelt tournaments from Pensacola, both men's and women's action, and everything else we can throw at you in hour two. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Y'all, even after all the snow and ice, the weather is showing us that spring is coming and we're all about to be able to spend more time outside. Make your time outside better with Mr. T's at Riverside. Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the absolute best prices and the biggest selection, too, with more than 200 beers from around the world available. Come to the Show Me State, just across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express at Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's is open seven days a week and reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. The other day, I walked through the showroom, and a lady stopped me and asked if I was Glenn. And I said, no, I'm Danny. I said, are you talking about Glenn Sane? She said, yes. I said, no, Mr. Sane was my late father-in-law. He passed away in 1987. Then she asked me, who does the TV ads? I said, well, that'll be me. And she said, well, don't take this wrong, but you look older in person than you do on television. Well, I visited with her for a while to see how sharp she was. And she's pretty sharp. Glenn Sane, and God bless our troops. Everyone wants to be the best version of themselves, and Jacuzzi Hot Tubs offers a great way to relax, reflect, restore, and rejuvenate. And this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the Jacuzzi Factory Truckload event is back and rolling into Jonesboro with savings you won't want to miss at Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Jonesboro. In the Highlands at the corner of Highland and Red Wolf in Jonesboro. Get the season's best discounts on Jacuzzi Hot Tubs with the lowest prices yet. Hurry in, because once the truck is gone, so are the savings. Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Jonesboro in the Highland Shopping Center in Jonesboro. You know, it's hard to think about your yard being green right now, but this is the time to let Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today at 870-219-3446 and let them go to work to ensure that you'll have the greenest yard in your neighborhood come springtime. Better yet, bundle Mojo's Weed and Feed with their lawn care service and save 15%. What are you waiting for? The time is now. If you want the greenest yard in the neighborhood in the spring, let Mojo go to work for you today to lay the foundation for a beautiful lawn. Call Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed today, 870-219-3446. That's 870-219-3446. Ensure a super green yard in the spring by letting Mojo Lawn Care Weed and Feed go to work for you today. COVID-19 cases are spreading across the state. Safe, effective, and free COVID vaccines are now readily available for all Arkansans ages 5 and up. Booster shots are also available for fully vaccinated people 12 and above. The vaccines are highly effective at preventing severe COVID. That means helping keep you from being hospitalized or even dying. Get vaccinated to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Learn more at healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. This is Will Oswald, your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans Tire Service. It's day two of the Sunboat Conference Basketball Championship Tournaments in Pensacola, Florida. The men open up play today, and the sixth seed Arkansas State Red Bulls will take on number 11 seed ULM this afternoon. 
Pre-game at 4.30, tip-off at 5 from the Pensacola Bay Center on 107.9 K-Fine and the ABA Red Bull Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. The women's tournament opened up yesterday, and unfortunately, one and done are the Arkansas State Red Wolves. A-State falling to Coastal Carolina 91-76, despite 30 points from Jaira Washington. Coastal's Asia Blunt with 41 to lead the Shauna Clears to the win over the 8th seed Red Wolves. Last night at Fable, 14th-ranked Arkansas and a comeback win over LSU, 77-76. Two free throws from J.D. Note with 8.6 seconds left, giving the Hogs the win. And in baseball, Jared Toller had a 4-for-4 day as A-State run-ruled Mississippi Valley State 13-3 in seven innings. Four tires in one hour, that's guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service, and it's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. We are the 25%. That's a quarter of all Americans, over 61 million people with a disability. And we want a world where everyone is 100% included, just like you. Easter Seals Disability Services. We are the 25.org. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, friends, welcome back. Another hour to go, and then uh, we're getting out of this place. Getting somewhere we can get some fresh air. Too nice of a day not to. hope you're having lunch somewhere on a patio today. That sounds amazing. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Kara Ritchie and Andrew Bowen hanging out with you today here in the studio. I'm obviously not trying to get outside or anything. hope my boss isn't listening. I'm not mad I'm here or anything. It's just it's just really, really nice right now in Northeast Arkansas. I'm yeah, really I'm not, looking forward I'm not, to baseball all weekend. <laughs> I'm not mad I'm here either. It is just really nice out. <laughs> Got cabin fever. <laughs> it's uh, so I sit in our studio directly facing the window. So I my view is it's a little bit obstructed by you know some t-shirts that we use for curtains for a reason I don't really understand and uh, a couple power lines. But but other than that, you can see the trees in the background and nice pretty blue sky. And this is not what you guys tuned in for. Cavanaughcards.com <laughs> question today, asking you how deep of a run Arkansas State men's basketball will make. In the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, and, and right now, a little bit more of you pessimistic than optimistic is uh, the leading response on our poll on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is uh, 30% of you saying that A-State will be one and done. So you're looking at the season potentially being over by 7-15 or so tonight. Yikes. I, I am more optimistic than that for reasons that we have, have outlined earlier in terms of how wide open this is in terms of the fact that A-State clearly has the best player in the league, and in terms of, you know, uh, you look and, and A-State has some incredible uh, leadership and postseason experience with Desi Seals, and I think this team can make a deep run. But to cater to a second for the one-and-done crowd, here's, here's your, your ammo for being able to say that. This team has not won back-to-back games in over a month. They, of course, closed out the regular season with a win over Appalachian State in Jonesboro. So if they were to win tonight, it would be the first time that A-State had back-to-back wins since January 20th and January 22nd in Jonesboro against the Texas schools. Uh, And and that also, you know, even if you think A-State was going to win tonight, that uh, makes it, 
if a team hasn't been able to win back-to-back, how did they have a deep run in the tournament? So if you need fuel for your fire on on why you're being a pessimist other than, well, I just don't think they're going to win, <laughs> then there you go. Um, this team has, has struggled to kind of get on a run this season in conference play. You know, they did, they did win three in a row at a point. Mike could have made it more than that since uh, they won against ULM on, on January the 8th and then had two games wiped out against Little Rock before they got wins against UTA and Texas State. You know, Mike could have been some momentum built there. But it has been a lot of alternating wins and losses this season. And you can't do that in tournament time. Obviously, because you don't have the opportunity to bounce back from a loss. It's just over. True. Uh, looking to yesterday, you know, unfortunately it is over for Arkansas State women's basketball, and, and part of me is just glad this team made it to the end of the season. And then, of course, part of me is, is sad that the su- season couldn't continue to uh, stretch out for a couple more days. It was Coastal Carolina 91, Arkansas State 76 yesterday afternoon at the Pensacola Bay Center. Of course, we were not on with you yesterday because right about this time, they were the teams were still playing. And this is a game, it, it started well enough for Arkansas State. The first quarter was, was great. And then about midway through the second, um, the, the missed shots by Arkansas State started to, to add up. And that is about the time when Coastal Carolina realized that there was nobody on the Arkansas State roster who could defend Asia Blount. Asia Blount, excuse me. And for the next two and a half quarters, she was, she was pretty much unstoppable. And she finished, uh, she played all 40 minutes and finished with 41 points. She shot 14 of 18, which is an absolutely uh, insane percentage for that many shots. And, and again, there was, there was just nobody who could, who could slow her down. We knew that, that this team was going to be uh, a little size deficient going into this. Uh, Arkansas State, even even before some of the injuries and departures and things like that started started to add up, we knew that this, is, this has been a, a guard-dominant team all season long. But that game last night where you have an extremely limited Trinity Jackson, she only played 16 minutes, you just had no way to contain Blunt. So your best strategy for last night was going to be to force Coastal Carolina into turnovers because, again, we, we mentioned Tuesday that they were a little bit sloppy with the basketball. But then also to flaunt your three-point shooting prowess. Arkansas State went into that game as, as the best three-point shooting team in the conference. But they were four for 20. And I don't know if it was if, if it was a depth perception thing, if it was, you know, a, a first time at the conference tournament type of thing, but... But the, the freshmen, not to single anybody out in particular, but the freshmen had tough, tough shooting days. And I think part of that was just trying to get adjusted to the, to the Pensacola Bay Center. And they were part of that, you know, four for 20 overall from the team. In fact, Morgan Wallace had three of the four threes. And my love had the other. So A-State, although so many times, there was one stretch where I think they had like five straight possessions where they just took it away from Coastal Carolina. But they didn't turn it into as many points as, as they needed to. Uh, 20 points off 25 turnovers. So there were a ton of times they were unable to capitalize on those turnovers. And that's, you know, an area where A-State had, had a huge advantage and just uh, 
couldn't get the the shots to fall. Ultimately, again, you know, it's it's over. Uh, it was a great night for Jaira. 30 points. In particular, she was clutch at the stripe, 16 of, of 21. She also had seven rebounds and uh, was just all over the place despite being in foul trouble for a lot of the game. Morgan Wallace closes out her Arkansas State career with a 13.7 rebound performance. And Lauren Pendleton and Maya Love also in double figures with 14 and 13 respectively. But again, I, I will credit the team team with this and this has been something we've seen all season they certainly did not fold in the fourth quarter even though at that point in time it was our it, it was fairly clear once it got late that that a comeback was going to be awfully awfully tough but I think you got to about the three and a half minute mark and Arkansas stated it somehow cut it down to about 12 after it being more than 20 for a little bit so you thought hey maybe this team has got got another run in them but again, ultimately, just just not enough. It was a 33-point fourth quarter for Arkansas State. That's an insane number of points for a quarter, but they closed strong, uh, but uh, not strong enough to to overcome a second, a seven-point, a seven-point uh, second quarter. So, season is over for A State, and now there's the big question of of will they or won't they, in terms of having a full-fledged coaching search. This is a team that since December has been under interim head coach Destiny Rogers. I like a lot, a lot of the things that Coach Rogers did. You know, personally, uh, I, in an area that, that applies to me that you guys really don't care about, I, I love the way she spoke to the media, the way she addressed us, the way she presented herself, the way she advocated for her team and her players. I, I like that a lot. But that is just kind of a, a side note and is only going to be important to, to media people and, and not fans. I did like the way the players played for her. Again, you're in the fourth quarter yesterday of a season that ended in a little bit of a tailspin. And this team absolutely could have just completely packed it in. This could have easily been a 20-25 point beatdown. But they outscored Coastal Carolina in the fourth quarter and, and at one point in time looked like they might be able to make a run. So I, I liked seeing that. I feel like the players really like her. Uh, you know, there was a video on social media a couple of days ago. I think it, if I recall correctly, and I, I might be telling the story poorly and I apologize, I think it was Florida. Florida women's basketball had a situation where uh, for the entire year they had been playing under an interim head coach. And so at the end of the season, there's a video that Florida women's basketball puts out where they you know, take, they remove the interim title and, and announce that as their head coach. And I saw A-State women's basketball players retweeting that video and saying, hey, now do it here. So there's certainly support from her players to have that happen. And, and I think she can recruit Arkansas well. And this, this isn't football, guys. I know we're used to thinking kind of, we talk so much about recruiting in football, and you obviously cannot build a roster, a football roster, recruiting primarily in Arkansas. There's, there's not enough talent. But you can come up with a pretty darn good women's basketball roster with a ton of in-state talent. Not all in-state talent. But you can, if you recruit this state well in sports like women's basketball and, and in baseball, you can have a really, really good foundation for your team. And she has those in-state ties to be able to do that. Is that enough? I don't know. I, I truly don't know what direction this is going to go. Again, we're still kind of getting to know how Tom Bowen handles things in terms of how he evaluates his coaches, how he makes new hires. We don't know. So it's hard to get 
a, a game plan here, figure out a game plan when there's there's so many question marks. And that's just something we're going to have to learn over over the next few weeks. This is a situation where, for me, I don't necessarily have a strong feeling on it either way. And what I mean by that is, is if this job is given to Destiny Rogers, okay. I think she has the potential to do some good things. If Arkansas State decides to go with a full search, okay. I think there are going to be some very great candidates out there who would be interested in the position. So I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a big reaction either way. I just want to do what, uh, I just want to see what people think is going to be best for, for this program because I believe that success can be found here. It has not happened to the extent that we've wanted to see it for the women's basketball program, but, but it can be found. So I'm ready to see what, what's going to be next. Um, there were some other games in the Sun Belt yesterday. I didn't even look at the other scores. I have no idea who advanced or what the women's <laughs> slate is today. <laughs> in a couple of days, we'll tell you who won. Spoiler alert, it's probably going to be Troy. Either that or Joe Foley's bunch. So I don't know. We'll, we'll look at that later, later in the week. Uh, there is men's action going on right now. And uh, throughout most of the contest, Louisiana has had the edge over UT Arlington in uh, an 8-9 matchup. Cajuns are the 8s, and they're up 49-41 right now with a little bit under 8 minutes to play. Currently, they've clamped down a bit on the Mavs defensively, and they haven't had a bucket in, in two and a half minutes. So we'll see if anything interesting happens there as we continue on along. But, uh, hey, we're going to hit pause. Open phone lines during the break, 930-3776. We'll be back right after this on the Workday Red Zone. The Ritter Communications Hotline is open now on Northeast Arkansas Sports Station. Call 930-3776. Get healthy and get happy with Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Men's Health in Jonesboro. And I'm telling you this as someone who has seen and felt the difference firsthand. Testosterone replacement therapy works. Y'all, my free testosterone levels have increased over 300% thanks to Elite Men's Health. And the truth is, most men begin to see a drop in testosterone by the age of 30, and some see it even before that. So why put in so much hard work if your testosterone isn't working for you? It's harder to burn fat, lose weight, and perform at your peak if your testosterone level is low. And if you feel run down and tired all the time, if you feel like you have less strength or less endurance, and if you're struggling to lose weight, you might have low testosterone. So that's why you go by Elite Men's Health for an evaluation. And if your T-levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Rob Taylor State Farm. Or check out EliteMensHealth.com. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 minutes. 
cell phone station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell phone station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at cell phone station. Go by for details. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Use part of your expected tax refund as a down payment and drive away today. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included, which is free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guarantee. And with tax time at Car Today, you bring us your pay stub and we'll use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into the car, truck, or SUV you need. So stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's tax time at Car Today, 3404 Stadium in Jonesboro or neacartoday.com. Just say yes. Get the job done and then some with Farm All Utility C Series tractors from Case IH at any Baker implement near you. These heavy, durable tractors have their weight distributed in six different locations, eliminating the need for inefficient wheel weights. The emission system does not require DPF or diesel particulate filter, reducing time loss and fuel waste on regeneration. Plus, a comfortable cab makes long days a lot more productive. To learn more about Case IH Farm All Utility C Series tractors, visit your nearest Baker implement to day. Do you often divide the dinner bill with friends or family? Now you can split the cost of that check with Zelle, a fast, safe, and easy way to send money to people you know and trust right from your Me Banking online and Me Banking mobile account. So after you split the meal, make sure you split the bill with Zelle. Ask a representative at Farmers and Merchants Bank or the Bank of Fayetteville for more information. Available to United States bank account holders only. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Andrew with you today, 9303776. Today's KavanaughCars.com question, how deep of a run will Arkansas State men's basketball make in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament? Of course, that question is brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. And whether you're looking for a new vehicle, a new-to-you vehicle, or looking to get rid of a vehicle, Kavanaugh is going to have your back on that. Uh, right now at KavanaughCars.com, of course, I think you already know they have their full inventory online for you. But uh, so much more to help you out in your car buying process. You can get pre-approved. You can calculate your payments, find out what your trade-in is worth. Really, you can you can even buy a car from your couch and set up your delivery time. So <laughs> easy peasy for you right there at KavanaughCars.com. Right now, again, uh, man, you guys are a real mixed bag today on, on your responses. Because while one and done is still the leader in the clubhouse in second, the second highest uh, percentage of votes, you all think that A-State can make it to the championship game. So... <laughs> Uh, so either they're going to, you know, flame out tonight or we're still going to be talking about Arkansas State men's basketball coming up on Monday. One of the two as we look ahead. Um, quickly looking at this bracket, again, kind of interesting how it's, how it's set up in the sense that if A-State is able to make a deep run, they'll have to face some, some East teams to do it. So the winner of tonight's A-State and ULM game goes on to face Georgia State. 
who is expected at the beginning of the season to do big things. And why not? Uh, recently, they've probably been about the most successful team in the league. And then uh, after that, you would play either App State, Coastal, or Georgia Southern, depending on how those games shake out. And, of course, the winner could uh, – or the, the championship matchup could be uh, – it could be anybody. Uh, the teams in the top half of the bracket, Raging Cajuns, UTA, Texas State, Troy, South Alabama, and Little Rock. So you guys totally figured out that bracket in your head, right? I'm sure you did. Uh, but, uh, you know, you get to tournament time, and, and we say anything could happen. But that's certainly been the case in the Sunbelt Conference. Uh, they – they have a tendency to, to tweak the bracket a lot. <laughs> so it's not completely in, in apples-to-apples conversation. But when they have had a bracket that is set up like this one is set up, where you have teams that the, the top four teams, you know, get a, a first-round buy, and then after that there's no more buys, then, then sometimes we've seen some, some weird results come out of the tournament. Last year? It was a four seed that won it. And by the way, not the four seed overall. Last year there were divisions. Remember, because because of COVID, teams only played the teams in their division. So last year, App State won it as a four seed out of the East. They're like the seventh or eighth best team coming into the conference, and, and they won. So it's not out of the realm of possibility for, for crazy things to happen in this tournament. In previous years... Looking at some other seeds uh, that have been successful, that have been lower seeds. In 2017, the championship game was six-seed Troy and four-seed Texas State with Troy coming out on top. In 2013, it was a six-seed. 2012, it was a 17. 2011, a divisional five-seed. So historically, sometimes things have gotten weird. So no reason to think why a six seed couldn't manage to pull off a deep run in a championship game appearance. I mean, all these tournament, all these tournaments, Sun Belt or SEC or whatever. I mean, it's just it's it's different. It's different play. You either play more aggressive or more conservative, and it just works out in a different way. And I don't know. I've tried to explain it every year, just what it is, but it's just like the atmosphere of postseason play. That I don't know. It's weird, but. I'm all for it. That's the beauty of college basketball. <laughs> it is always fascinating how some teams get to this point in time in the season, and, and it's like they can they can flip a switch. You know, yeah. everything in in leading up to this was, was just that, and you put it behind you, and you only focus on what's ahead of you, and you don't worry about previous matchups or areas where you've had shortcomings in the past, and you can just, you can just crank it up and go on a run. Yeah. Uh, there's so many different teams and programs that can do that, and, and it's really impressive. Um, on the flip side, there's teams that it seems like there's been disaster at, at every turn. Either you're you're not that great going into the tournament or you have an untimely injury uh, on years that you are expected to, to have success. And unfortunately, this description is more the description that, that A-State has had than, than you know, the, the successful trajectory. It, it has been since 2007 since Arkansas State has made its way into the finals. It's been since 2014 since Arkansas State has made its way into the semis. So I, I still believe this team can have a deep run, but I also believe that it needs to have a deep run. I am curious as we look at, you know, the big storylines with A-State men's basketball, how much of Mike Bellotto's future 
is going to be determined over the next five days and how much of it has already been set. And again, this kind of goes back to, to what we said about Destiny Rogers in the sense that, you know, we don't know what exactly Tom Bowen is is looking at here in terms of uh, deciding whether or not to extend or have a new coaching search. I don't know what his cr- criteria is in terms of evaluation. So it's it's hard to figure out what the coaching situation is going to look like in 22-23. But I, I am curious how much of this week is going to factor into it. Is this a, a situation where it's as simple as, all right, if they lose tonight, then the Mike Bellotto era is over? Or, you know, if they make it to the championship game, does that mean that Mike Bellotto is going to walk off that court and have a new contract waiting for him? I do not know. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know either. You would know better than us. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, actually. <laughs> Everyone says that, and I'm like, I, I, I don't. <laughs> Keep business and personal separate. There you go. That's probably probably for <laughs> that's, the best. That's how I've always had to live. So that's how we're doing it. <laughs> so just putting that out there. Don't ask me anything, anyone. <laughs> but yeah, I, I want to switch gears here for a second, but uh, kind of stay on on a basketball topic. But but look to the NBA. Uh, Grizzlies get back at it. I think uh, do they play tonight or, or tomorrow in terms of what's next on their slate uh, tonight at six thirty? A nationally televised game against Boston at Boston. And of course, this is a Grizzlies team that is coming off of a solid win against the Spurs. And not just solid, but a game where not only did the whole team play well, but John Morant had one of the most highlight field performances that we've ever seen. He finished with a career-high 52 points. It was also a franchise record. And I did not realize this until people started talking about it a couple of nights ago. But, but the Grizzlies were the last team in the entire association who had never had a 50-point score until Ja did it against the Spurs. Of course, uh, just the totals themselves were not necessarily what made all of our jaw drops. It was the... Uh, the our jaw drops? <laughs> crazy, nice. crazy... Uh, yes, that was... <laughs> the pun was not intended there, although it <laughs> yeah. turns out it works. Uh, but, you know, it was a crazy dunk that he had, you know, that absolute poster that he had, and then the buzzer beater as well. That was just absolutely insane. And the NBA communications department tweeted this out yesterday, their PR. John Morant's content from the Spurs-Grizzlies game Monday generated record-breaking social media numbers. His buzzer beater at the end of the first half, where Steven Adams threw it, I don't know how many feet down the court, to Ja Morant, who was close to the baseline. Ja caught it. Feet never touched the ground. Had to immediately put it back up. There was just a, a fraction of a second on the clock, and it, it went in. That shot was the most viewed NBA Instagram video ever. 42.1 million views of that shot wow that's and, crazy and on the, and you're probably like all right cool numbers great whatever but but here's why i think this is important obviously when when you cheer for a team that is a group of five team or a mid-major team or a team that is in a small market there's always a little bit of a even though you love watching the players on your team excel 
there's always that little bit of a, a nagging concern in the back of your mind that when they get really good, they're going to leave you. They're going to go somewhere else for better pay, for more exposure, for different championships op- opportunities. The, the list is endless. And that's already become a conversation around John Morant. Where is he going to go? Where is he going to go after his rookie contract is over? See. And, and hold on, hold on. Oh, no, Not sorry. <laughs> so I got a really long spiel here. I apologize. No, it's okay. <laughs> and, and not that that isn't still a concern. But when you see numbers like this, it gives me hope in Joss staying. Because it shows social media has changed the game. It used to be if, if a player wanted this much publicity, if a player wanted this many people talking about him nationally, he needed to play in New York or in L.A. or in, or in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing that, all right, he's getting all those views and all of that recognition, and he is in Memphis. He shows that you can do it. Can, some, can somebody be the face of the NBA in Memphis? I don't know. But right now, you know, you look at all of the, the content, all of the views across social media that John Morant has had this year. And overall, uh, in terms of all of the different social media content, he has driven 385 million views this season, and that's the third most of any player. So at the end of the day, you know, we, we don't know what Ja wants for his future. If he wants to play for an iconic franchise well the Grizzlies ain't it you know if, if he wants to wear the purple and gold there's nothing that that Memphis can do that that will change that if he wants to uh, play at, at Madison Square Garden for the rest of his career there's nothing the Grizzlies can do to, to change that but if he's a type of player that wants to make his own destiny the Grizzlies can certainly offer him that and from a national standpoint he can He's starting to show that he can get the recognition that he deserves. I apologize for cutting you off earlier, Andrew. No, it's okay. It's all good. I need to be cut off sometimes, you know. Well, <laughs> you'd only said like one word. So <laughs> it wasn't the right word, apparently. I'm sorry. <laughs> it won't happen again. Don't, don't, ever, <laughs> don't ever say the word the again. I'm just going to jump in and cut you off. It's terrifying working here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mark is with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? How you doing? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call today. What's on your mind? Hey, just a quick question. I heard you talking about uh, the amount of views that John Morant's had since. Uh, but, you know, you talk about money, you know, players want more money, yada, yada, you know, all this and that. But my question is, how much has John Morant, since he's really got the publicity and the, everything, as he drove up attendance for Memphis. You know what? I don't know, and that's a good question. That's a question I, I have not even thought to ask, and I apologize for that, Mark. We can check into it, though. Uh, because, okay, you know, it, and it's like anything. If, you know, if ASU could keep their attendance to a full capacity and get basketball up to where they want to be, then we could possibly hire a coach or, you know, keep, pay coaches like other co- uh, schools are paying their coaches. Yeah. Uh, but and it's like what I'm when I say that I'm saying you know maybe Memphis couldn't pay forty million dollars a year to John Morant, but maybe they could pay him more of a competitive salary than what another like a bigger time franchise could with the attendance getting up like it has. If it is, I don't know. Yeah. 
Right now, the Grizzlies rank, uh, they rank probably in the bottom third in, in attendance. And what I'm looking at here, I'm not looking at total attendance numbers, but I'm looking at capacity numbers. And they've been at about 83.1% full in 2022. I do wonder if that will continue to grow. You know, uh, I don't want to get into a, a policy debate here, but they did have, what, a mask or a, a, a vaccination policy at the beginning of this the season. And I know that impacted attendance around the country, so I don't know if that impacted their home attendance but I'm going to be interested to see how this attendance number continues to grow for Memphis over over the rest of the season well and one more question and it's kind of a comparison but not really a comparison but okay he's done a lot more for Memphis than Chandler Parsons ever thought about doing for Memphis ever some astronomical uh amount so surely to goodness they can afford to pay y'all what they was paying him and twice over, you know, because he's done a lot more for Memphis than what Chandler ever did. No argument. No argument. Uh, oh, Chandler Parsons. <laughs> gosh. What a waste of money Yeah, that was. Brutal. Golly. I know that, you know. But, go ahead, Mark. No, no, you go ahead. I, I was going to make some stupid comment. Go ahead and say what you going to say. Well, I, I will tell you that there is an advantage to – the the NBA to an NBA player signing with their original team that drafted them the original team that drafted them and I'm not sure the exact number or how it's worded in in contract language but but Memphis will be able to offer him more uh, when he hits contract time than other other uh, franchises will. Now, uh, what and, cause, and it, it, you may not even know, but I'm gonna ask anyway. What is a max deal that Memphis could pay somebody? Is like, is there like a cap on the they could offer him? Yeah, there's always going to be some kind of of numbers that they have to look in. Let's look and see what his Grizzlies max deal for John Morant. I'm, I'm learn we're learning as we go here. Uh, he would be eligible this summer for a five year, one hundred and eighty one million rookie max. Okay. I am not for anybody making that kind of money. I don't care how good you are. I don't. I, me personally, athletes are paid way too much money. Uh, but I will say, if they, he should take that deal. I'm not saying somebody else can't offer him better, but I think he could. He should take that deal, or you know. That's my opinion. Hey, I, I hope it's he all. does. I hope he does. But anyway, thanks for taking my call. That's all I had. Hey, thanks for listening today, Mark. We appreciate it. Hey, I tell you what, let's bring in somebody who follows the NBA closer than we do. Zach's with us on the phone. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Oh, well, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Basic Mark there. I just heard him calling a while ago. Uh, hey, today is National Cold Cuts Day, just by the way. Okay. Yeah, favorite sandwich. I'm gonna. I hope Mark Redwood Park calls in and says he likes fried bologna and cheese. I'm, I'm gonna go on limb and say he likes fried bologna and cheese. His favorite. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, uh, you mentioned Chandler Parsons. There's a name a blast from the past. Would y'all say he's the equivalent of a Bobby Bonilla contract from his days with the uh, Mets organization? The yes. The only difference is that I mean the Grizzlies aren't still writing him checks, are they? Because goodness gracious, that would be awful. I but in in terms so. of somebody taking somebody else's money and it just being a disaster for the person who signed them, yes, yes, that is a Bobby Bonilla contract. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, well, has John Morant been the 
main topic of discussion today? What, what, uh, what are you talking about? Well, no. With Arkansas State slated to join, uh, or stated, slated to join, stated, <laughs> slated to start, all of a sudden I've forgotten how to speak. Uh, A-State's going to tip off playing the Sunbelt Conference Tournament this afternoon. So we've been talking a lot about that and, and getting ready for that game and, and what a potential run in the tournament could look like for, for the Red Wolves. So that's been the main topic of conversation, but wanted to sprinkle in some John Morant talk since, uh, since I mean, why not? He's fun to watch. you got to mention about. Jaw. And I know Andy kind of uh, uh, revolted against me yesterday when he was talking about best point guards in the league and MVP. Kind of. But I'll say this. I think Jaw has – right now he's – He's the best point guard in the league. I think he look, – look at his stats head-to-head with Steph Curry's. He's got Steph beating every department. Scoring, assists, rebounding. And, you know, Steph, the, the Warriors are what, second in the uh, West? Yes. yes. Sun first. You know, and you got to remember, you know, Steph's playing with some established guys there with uh, Draymond Green and now Clay Thompson back in the mix. So, uh, but I, I think I, right now I think, I think John Morant would be my first all-NBA team selection at point guard without a doubt. The Grizzlies, by the way, won half of one game behind Golden State in the standings. Hey, I got a qu- I got a question for you, real quick. Uh, okay. I want to know if you think you know we're whenever there's somebody that's young and good, people always want to make comparisons to to previous player players. Right. Do you think it's do you consider it a good thing or a bad thing that Morant gets so many comparisons to to Derrick Rose with the way his career went, has gone, I is not. going? I hope, don't, I hope it don't end up the same way. Injured. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, they both of them are similar in size. I think you know Derrick Rose is slightly bigger, slightly bigger frame. I think he was like six three, two hundred pounds. But I would compare him the way he plays and his size more to like Allen Iverson. You know, a more controlled version of Allen Iverson, if that makes sense. You know, he's a little man playing in the land of the Giants. You know, uh, he's fearless, kind of like AI was, regardless of how big or small he was. But uh, yeah, I just hope Jaw doesn't get injured and get hurt. You know what I mean? Cause when you go flying inside like he does, you know, and on a 170-pound frame, you get knocked to the ground too many times, you're going to start to feel it after a while. Yeah. No no, you know? no, disagreement there. By the way, I don't know if you saw what AI put on social media, but I think it was after that uh, that uh, that Spurs performance or around that time, he tweeted out a picture of his MVP trophy that had a John Morant jersey on it and said something along the lines of, you know, one day or you're next or sometime hey, you know or what? something. know what? I don't think it's outlandish, though, to think he would, he's an MVP candidate. He could win the MVP this year the way he's been playing. I mean, I think Johnson and Embiid are the front runners because of the, their all-around numbers. and you know. But what Josh done in the West, you know, in his third year, I, I think it's, I think MVP trophy could very well be in his future as, as, as soon as this year, guys. And right quick, uh, Charles Oakley about his, had, had a really stupid take uh, here just a few days ago. He said if Giannis – Antetokounmpo played in the '80s and '90s. He'd be a bench player. Uh, Y'all's thoughts? I, you know yeah, what? Just, I'm just, I'm just tired of hearing older players bash younger players. It's, it's a I different, it's a that different game. It's a different game. There's a lot of things that would be different. So I just, if, I just don't value his opinion on that, to be honest. If, if, if he was a bench player in the '80s and '90s, that does, does that mean Oakley wouldn't even be in the league? Yes. It it would. <laughs> hey, happy uh, happy 40th birthday to Mistress uh, Justin Timberlake, Jessica Bill. She was the only good thing about Summer Catch. Besides that, that movie was garbage. But. Refused to watch it, but thanks for calling. You bet. See you guys. Chuck, I apologize. I know you've been on hold, but we're overdue for a break, and we need to squeeze one in here real quick. Uh, everybody else, phone lines open during the break at 930-3776. Keep it with us on the ticket.
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Put your daily office routines in the hands of people you can trust. Forest Office Machines, your authorized sharp document systems dealer in Jonesboro. That's right, since 1965, Forest Office Machines has provided dependable office equipment and reliable service. We follow the equipment journey through all kinds of changes and developments, always on the cutting edge, whatever that is. And our partnership with Sharp Document Systems means we offer the very latest, most dependable equipment. And Forest is the only office equipment dealer that when you need supplies, you can Walk in our store and get it. And when you need it fixed, you can call us. This is Barry Forrest. My family's been taking care of equipment needs of businesses just like yours since 1965. I would love to work for you today. Put your daily office routines in the hands of people you can trust. Forest Office Machines, your authorized Sharp Document System dealer at 1005 G Street in Jonesboro, 932-7852. 932-7852. Call Forest Office Machines today. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro is hiring. Apply online at Riceland.com for full-time, direct hire manufacturing positions in our parboil mill and plant. Riceland Foods is an equal opportunity employer with a new competitive pay scale geared toward advancement and benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off, and paid holidays. Riceland Foods in Jonesboro has immediate openings for full-time manufacturing positions. Start your new career today with Riceland Foods. Go to Riceland.com and select jobs at the top of the page to apply online. Get guaranteed low prices for from a trusted local name at Bills Cost Plus. At Bills, you always say big with all items at cost plus 10% at checkout. This week, Prairie Fresh Whole Boneless Pork Loin, $1.68 a pound. Certified Angus Beef T-Bone Steaks, $8.98 a pound. Red or Green Grapes, $1.99 a pound. And one-pound package of strawberries, $1.97. Visit BillsCostPlus.com and like them on Facebook. Bills Cost Plus with three locations in Jonesboro. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn and Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn and Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers and they're buying new crop corn and Milo right now. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. When it comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Caraway, Jonesboro. It's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport. Off Highway 67, exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. 
Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Phone line's open at 9303-776. Asking you today, how deep of a run will Arkansas State men's basketball make in the Sunbelt Tournament? Uh, since we caught up with you last, of course, which was which was on Tuesday, there's been a lot of happening and also kind of not happening in Major League Baseball and kept going back and forth on on wanting to talk about it and not wanting to talk about it because... It's just sad. Yeah. On the one hand, obviously, it's it's a huge story around sports. But on the other hand, it's it's just such a frustrating story to try and follow if you are even remotely a baseball fan. Uh, just the way that this whole situation has unfolded since the league and, and the owners first began the lockout, their unwillingness to negotiate for so long and, and to even jumpstart these conversations is just is just absurd but I guess today it it looks like they're having an informal meeting today to resume the talks with baseball's work stoppage um MLB of course we we knew that originally the deadline to to have an agreement in place unless for the regular season not to be altered was was February the 28th and they moved back that back to uh, Tuesday the 1st at, at 5 p.m. And, of course, we know that, that that did not happen. And now the league has canceled its first two regular season series. Not, by the way, delayed it or pushed it back or is looking to reschedule it. They, they canceled it. So we're looking now at a 156-game schedule, 91 total games erased across the league. I just – there's just so much frustration but I'm just trying to imagine today how people are feeling that work in concessions or work in facilities management or work in marketing. I feel so bad for the poor people who have had to call over the past week and talk to season ticket holders about their, their tickets because obviously <laughs> they have nothing to do with these overall decisions. But, but, you know, at least a couple of people have been getting yelled at over the phones. And it's just, it's just such a mess for baseball. And... The, the longer this goes on, the more that this league is not going to be able to recover. With the news that happened Tuesday, there were probably a, people, a couple of people who were like, all right, I'm walking away and I'm never coming back. But I still think the majority of, of people who are diehard baseball fans are still committed to you know, seeing what this season is going to look like and, and following the storylines whenever the season crack, uh, cranks up. But I just continue to be so overall worried for the overall health of the league because we as a nation, we as a society, it's not like we have this extended attention span anymore. We just don't. There's so many different things going on in all of our lives. There's so many different things that are vying from vying for our attention, both in, in our personal lives, in our work lives, and then in the ways that we choose to unwind now and be entertained. And nothing about this is entertaining. Everybody needs some kind of outlet outlet or some kind of escape, a hobby, something to watch, something to do, whether it's sports or movies or listen to music or play music or whatever. Everybody needs that. And the league is going to make people walk away. 
and say, all right, I'm just not, I'm not going to watch this anymore. I'll go, I'll go give my money to my local college team. Yeah. Which, hey, if your lo- local college team is A-State, great. More power to you. You keep, <laughs> go- you keep going in that direction. They need a turf infield. But but for other people, you know, they're, they're going to get used to binge-watching a new show. Or they're going to pick up a, a gardening hobby. Or they're going to start going for walks with their family. And the, it, There's going to be other ways for people to find to fill their time. And those people won't come back. And so the biggest impact of, of this is not going to be felt when the season opens or when the first round of contracts of free agency are signed or any time during during this season. But five years from now and, and ten years from now, when there's not a McGuire-Sosa story to rally everybody in the country to, to get them to watch this sport again, baseball is, is going to be in a pl- pretty dark place. And it's it's hard to have any optimism regarding the sport right now, even if uh, these two parties come to an agreement it it really sucks when you love the game and you know it's being guided by people who do not i'm getting my feelings so we're going to take a break we've got one more to take anyways we'll come back and, and wrap up today's workday red zone right after this on the ticket Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. Home buyers throughout Northeast Arkansas continue to praise the team at First Financial Mortgage. Here's what Angela had to say. We bought and refinanced through First Financial Mortgage. It was an easy, stress-free process both times. We will continue to use them and refer everyone to them. I also had a friend getting a mortgage from a bank, and she was having a horrible experience. I gave them the number for Mary at First Financial Mortgage, and now they own their own house, which relieves so much stress for them. Call Mary Tucker today, 9 Three five seventy eight zero eight. First Financial Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC. Save big this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost plus ten percent at checkout. Get USDA Select Boneless Ribeye Steak Value Packs for eight ninety eight a pound. There's a Seafood Spectacular Sale featuring Gidry's Catfish Fillets four pound boxes seventeen eighty five. There's a huge Craft Buy Eight Save Eight Dollars Sale and twelve packs of Pepsi products are three for eight eighty eight when you buy three or more. Be smart. Shop Food Smart now open in Jones. And the two former Hayes supermarkets locations on Nettleton and on G Street. You can save 50% off your screen printing now at Caps Plus in Paragool. All month long, all screen printing is half off at Caps Plus. That's t shirts, caps, koozies. If you can screen print it, it's 50% off in March at Caps Plus. Save on promotional items for your business or organization, family reunions, vacations, whatever. And if you don't already have a logo, the graphic designers at Caps Plus can come up with one for you. Don't miss out on 50% off all screen printing at Caps Plus in Paragool. Call them 236-9292 or go online to CapsPlusInc.com. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive-thru at their Ray Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812 Pizza Company. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you, better for Arkansas, better for all. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
You don't need the luck of the Irish to save some green this month at Local Tire and Wheel because Local Tire and Wheel is having their green tag sale and they're putting green tags on select in-stock tires. So look for the green tags and you save big. That's right. There's no need to find a pot of gold to get new tires this month. Keep that green in your pocket. Plus $20 gets you started today on the tires you need and the wheels you want. Local Tire and Wheel has easy payment plans to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Plus all tires come with peace of mind from local tire and wheels roadside assistance and road hazard protection programs local tire and wheel is having their green tag sale and they're putting green tags on select in stock tires so go buy local tire and wheel find the green tags and you will save big plus get payments to fit your budget no credit check and everyone approved local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro across from burger king local tire and wheel.com and on facebook search local tire and wheel jonesboro you've already mailed it in at work today so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Plan it out. The evening here. A State at 5. Then when that ends, the final three quarters of the Grizzlies game. Sounds good, right? Sounds good. No, I mean, I'm all for it. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, look, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Karen Andrew with you for, for just a couple more minutes asking you how deep of a run A-State men's hoops will make in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament right now. Uh, the leader in the clubhouse, you guys are some Debbie Downers. 29% of you saying that A-State will just be one and done, that the season will be over after tonight. On the flip side, second highest vote tally uh 26% of you say they'll go to the championship game so you guys are really kind of polarized here as a fan base uh 24% of you saying semifinals 21% saying that uh, quarterfinals will win today but not on Saturday again uh, there is a break uh in the schedule tomorrow it's not four games in four days it's four games in five days so um that is the slate that we have to look forward to. There is one result today already final in Pensacola. The Raging Cajuns, as the eight seed, have defeated nine seed UTA by the final of 67-64. So our first quarterfinal matchups is set. Louisiana and one seed Texas State. So that'll get action underway Saturday morning there at the Pensacola Bay Center. But of course, uh, we got several more games to get to tonight. Before that happens, Arkansas State taking on ULM 5 o'clock pregame coverage at 4.30 on 107.9 K-Fine. Shockingly enough, whatever happens tonight will form the basis of (laughs) our show tomorrow. Uh, We'll also talk some hoops, or excuse me, some baseball with you. Maybe we'll have MLB news, but we'll probably just be focusing on college. And then uh, who knows what we'll get into. It's about time to start, you know, talking NCAA tournament to start trying to guess what these brackets are going to look like, to start trying to guess what these matchups are going to look like. And, and man, let's be heavy on the guess <laughs> is what I'm trying to say here is I cannot tell you at all what these college basketball brackets are, are going to look like. You start thinking about all the upsets we've seen recently. I mean, heck, you go back to the weekend, and I think it was last Saturday, we saw all six of of the top six seeds lose. 
three of them by double digits, and then nine, nine uh, not seed, but uh, the team ranked number nine in Texas Tech, they lost two. So you had seven of the top ten teams lose on Saturday. I, I have no idea. The you know, madness begins. That's what it is. You know, we talk about the Sun Belt being wide open. It, it looks like the NCAA tournament is, is going to be wide open as well. That's that, why, uh, you know, being a Tennessee fan, I was worried. But now that, like you said, it's so wide open, I'm just not even worried anymore. Because any basically anything can happen. And this is the first year, I feel like, in a while where there's not just a heavy hitter favorite. Yeah. So, yeah. Craziness. I don't even... <laughs> I can't even wrap my head around who I might have coming out on top in my bracket. It's too early for that. We'll yeah, get, we'll get there in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a we'll have a competition amongst the shows. To see who will, comes out yes, on top. yes. We'll see. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We got some conference tournaments to get into. We got first. some time. Uh, that's a wrap for us today here on the Workday Red Zone. Really appreciate Keith Merritt hanging out with us for our number one. Uh, Adrian, what is the afternoon slate today? Show no show. No show. Okay. Couldn't remember, but I wanted to check. No show tomorrow either. Okay. Uh, the setup will be back with you with you next week. In the meantime, though, today, uh, keep it here. The drive with Brad Bobo is headed your way at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning. Well, I apologize. Budrow is off as well as he recovers from an injury. We've got shows at some point. I'll tell you that. I promise you. Here's what I do know. The Workday Red Zone will be back tomorrow at noon. So, for Andrew, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.